What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers back in the day. He was all swack. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL draft enthusiast. It's his time of the year. We're past the combine. Oh, we were going for analysts now, man. I mean, man, oh, see, it's, it's just all, it's just racist, man. I'm just, sorry. Yeah. It wasn't, <laughs> it, it wasn't, it wasn't in the notes. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> He's an NFL draft analyst now. It's because of light skin. Analyst. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, Glenn Morgan. He's our GM, and uh, man, the sports world just uh, exploded. Exploded today, yeah. Just wanted to give us some uh, yeah. uh, some big news, and it's, it's all it's well, all my I fault. Said, well, I said it's exploding <laughs> for the past couple of days. It, yeah, it, yeah. It's all my fault. I was I was on the Super Duper podcast with uh, with Rob Griggs, and you know, every time I'm uh, you know when I'm on there, he asked me. You know what's going on with the, with the Easy Smoking the GM podcast? What you guys talking about? And so I said, well, uh, I guess we're gonna talk about Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Carson Wentz, and what's going on with that? And, uh, the Bears haven't done anything yet, and the M- MLB lockout are not gonna be over in no time soon. I don't know how I couldn't get that out. And uh, that was just yesterday, and then today everything just just falls on us so uh we'll get started <laughs> with this let's start with the news out of Hallis hall and the bears khalil mack has been traded or reports say that he has been traded to the los angeles chargers uh the bears will get back in return a second round pick uh this year a six round pick in 2023 the bears um are basically out of uh, Max contract. Yeah, they're out of the contract. Yeah. So, uh, what do you guys think? Let's 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 start. What do you guys think about the trade? Um, at first, I was like, "What? A six round for next year? Like, that's all you could get from Mac?" Like, I was starting to look at polls. Like, dude, what is going on with you? Like, <laughs> what what's happening? I said, "Man, I hope he got some money out the deal." Then later on, when more of the report came through, I was like, okay, okay, you get that contract knocked off. I get it. And we're not going to win next year or maybe not even the year after. So having Mac towards the tail end, I don't know how useful that is towards helping build the team because there's a lot that we need to contend with and a lot of rebuilding needs to go on and kind of flushing out what was there and bringing in some new um new parts to get this this machine going so it makes sense i mean hey i mean you guys have heard me talk about possibly trading him even last year i was feeling like hey you know do mac a favor put him on a contender and do us a favor and let's get something for him i thought maybe we could have gotten more for him if we traded before the deadline last year Uh, maybe before the injury became more significant maybe that might have cost another draft pick possibly but hey i think he made some egg salad with the eggs he was dealt with and I'm cool with it because, you know, it's about looking going forward. I mean, we had Mac 2018 was supposed to kind of be that year to do something we didn't. And then we just wasted him. So I'm happy that Mac has an opportunity to be on a contender. 
and I think he has a great chance to uh, extend his career to some degree. And granted, it's artificial field out there, but it's one of those newer fields. But he's got Joey Bosa on the other side, man, and that's got his help tremendously. And they've got a really good offense, so there'll be times where he can actually do what he's paid to do and rush the passer and not be playing on a team that's always behind like we were, which makes it more difficult for him to pass rush. I think some of his decline over the last year or so, so to speak, I said that in quotations, air quotations, decline in terms of his numbers. It's just because our offense hasn't been good. And it's hard to pass rush when you're getting double team and there's not really a threat of the team, you know, passing the ball because they're not behind. They're just running it down your throat. So all in all, I'm cool with it. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm definitely cool with it. I just got a few rebuttals to some of the stuff that <laughs> – Okay. That GM was saying, I mean, yes, he he came in, he he lit it up year one, but I don't necessarily, I don't want to say we necessarily wasted him. He was injured every year after that. Not seriously, and when you got Pagano having him drop back in coverage, come on, bro, that wasn't why we brought him here. He he was he was misused in a lot of instances. Yeah, he wasn't completely healthy, man. But, I mean, you look at the Bosa brothers. They haven't been completely healthy either, but they're still getting some significant use because teams are using them the way they're supposed to be utilized. And I think he was misused here. I think to some degree, too, I'm not going to just put all on the coaching staff. I think sometimes it's a matter of, okay, how much am I going to put forth here because what am I, what am I, what are we doing here? I think he has, now he, he, he may be one of those passive aggressive guys. I mean, he, he, you know, he doesn't say a lot, you know, you don't have, he's not the most quoted Chicago bear we've ever had. Okay. And usually he lets his play do the talking. And if his play is doing the talking, I think some of his play was like, I'm disgruntled. I'm unhappy. I'm not going to say it because that's not how I am, but I, y'all go get what y'all, you know, I, I'm, I'm putting out what I'm getting here. I'm getting some BS, and so I'm not, you know, inclined. So I, I think it was a little bit of that. I mean, I, I may be speculating. Clearly, I'm speculating, but I, I think that was a little bit of that. Um, but I, I also thought when it seemed like they were going to use him the right way, like last year, I think he was a different kind of energy. I think he was playing fine. Yeah, dude had six sacks in seven games last year. I think if he were healthy, he probably would have had, clearly, I think he would have had 12 to 14 sacks, if not more. And him and Quinn would have just been wrecking stuff. But once again, our coaching staff, particularly the head coach, just, you know, he, he, you know, he, 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 I don't even can't, I can't find an acronym. He, he was just, he, he was a sinking, he was a sinking ship, you know, and I'm just glad that that situation's changed. So I think it was more than just one thing, but overall, dude, that opportunity we had, I think it kind of went by the wayside. We wasted them, but 2019, they didn't do crap. With Trubisky comes back the next year, and he's worse than he was the year before. In 2020, we spin in wheels. You know, pandemic doesn't help. And in 2021, all right, new regime, here we go, and same shit, different year. I actually, I actually felt bad for Trubisky when the trade happened. Uh, I was all for the trade. I was, when, I was ecstatic when it happened because it was either us or the Packers. And I didn't want Khalil Mack to go to the Packers. So I was ecstatic for the trade. But what that trade did was bumped up Mitchell Trubisky's timeline on on being uh, a success. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. Joe Burrow. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying that's what it did. He's we second became, pick in the draft, man. I don't want to hear that. Listen to me. No, 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 no. Listen, listen I'm, to I'm me. I'm angry. Listen. Sorry. Listen. No. 
Listen, <laughs> listen. I'm just saying that what it did was, and I'm not saying it was wrong. What it did was, it made the Bears a, a legit Super Bowl contender. They went from having a, a a top ten to fifteen defense to having a top five defense, and it was like, okay, it's time right now, right damn yeah, now, right. It's time. So uh, I wonder, was it worth the, the the two first round picks that we gave up though? It should have been. I think if 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 the head coach was all he said he was, I think even if 2018 and I, I get you 2018, it, it sped up things and you're maybe a year ahead of where you're supposed to be. But we regressed each year. Yes. yes. And that's the problem. So, yeah, retrospectively, of course, it's not worth it retrospectively. But when you look at it, you know, objectively, logistically speaking, where we were, the talent we had on the team where we had seemed to be trending the first half of the 2018 season, you figure even if you fall a little short, hey, you come back the next year, you build on that. It was like a house of cards, it seemed. You know, it's just like quicksands. Like we just couldn't get our footing. And that's where the coaching staff, I think, and, and the administration, you know, the, the players that, you know, he got to help surround Trubisky. You know, we didn't get another wide receiver that could have possibly helped. We didn't replace Burton at tight end. So we had tight end issues. So that comfortability and that reliability in the middle of the field wasn't there for a struggle, a quarterback who couldn't read the field well at that time. Um, again, offensive line woes are, are we, you know, we can go ad nauseum about those. So I, I think there was a failing on the administration part, definitely in the head coaching staff and some of the players. And so, yeah, it, it, it turns out to be, you know, seemed like a good idea at the time. You know, that's how that turned out. Oh, I was a great, yeah, great idea. I remember, man, I was in the car when I heard about the trade. I, man, yeah. I almost drove off the road, man. I was, I was, I was pumped up about that, man. What do we, but, you, but you, but you know what? For me, times got to change in Chicago. All of our big time free agent acquisitions or trades are always on the defensive side of the ball. Not always. And get not always. When we got Jay Cutler, that was a big deal uh, yeah, time. That was. It but was. they didn't they didn't surround it with nothing. Can't can't lie. That was. That was a big but yeah, deal. that was that was yeah. They tried to make Devin Hester the number one receiver. Right. <laughs> and Johnny Knox. Don't yeah, forget Johnny that. Johnny Knox. But yeah, I'm oh don't get back to, yeah. If not for Johnny Knox, we would have <laughs> won a damn Super Bowl. I'm sorry. I, I I will always I will always think that. Well, I feel sorry, but dude broke his back playing this game. Did. I was, I was at that game too. <laughs> That's just, oh man, he did. But 2011, 2011, um, uh, his running the wrong route caused a, a Jay Cutler interception and and broke Cutler's thumb. And next thing you know, season's over. <laughs> Seven and three rolling, and then the season. Was anyway, go on smoke. I'm sorry, I, I cut you. Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> uh, but. Well, I've been I've been saying it for the past year or so, and we need to move Mac. Yes, I did. I've been saying it. Yeah, with you. And you know, and yeah, a lot of the stuff didn't plan out the way we would have hoped. I think, and this could just be hindsight's twenty twenty, looking at the first round picks the Raiders did get. Uh, in place of Mac, those guys are no longer even on the roster over there. But hey, I mean, <laughs> but so so I mean, and that 
in that instance, yeah. it looks like we did the right thing. Uh, I know, but, well, I know, well, I know Ruggs was one of them. Who was the other cat? The other one was the corner, right? That that got released oh, in the season okay. for uh brandishing weapons online and it was like an <laughs> online video or something like that. But but overall, like I did when I first saw it, I was like, Arnett. I was like, damn, a second and a six. Right. I'm like, hmm. And a six for next I'm year, like, not even this year. Like next right, year. But next year, I'm like, I'm like it. I was about to kind of get upset. Like, damn, I've been saying we can move Mac, but damn for that. But then, then I caught myself. I'm like, you know what? It has to be money. freeing up the money. Yeah, it has to be. We couldn't. And, we couldn't have snuck a fourth in there too, though. Uh, well, well, here's the thing. You talking about fourth for next year? Uh, somewhere. I, I, I think year, if, it wasn't, year? if it wasn't for the money, I think you might have been able to maybe sneak mm-hmm. a fourth in. But you got to keep in mind, 31 years old, and granted, he doesn't have the Liz Frank injury that the, the potential rookie prospect, uh, Derek Stingley Jr. out of LSU has. So it's not a Liz Frank injury, but he's had, like Smoke said earlier, he's had several years of several injuries where he's not played a full season. Um, and statistically, his numbers have been down, and he's again over that magic number thirty. So he, you know, he's on. He, if nothing, even if he's not on the downside of his career, he's at least plateaued. So you're not going to get, you know, uh, an upswing necessarily. You're just going to get, you know, a really good player. But opposite Joey Bosa, now you, you know, it's a yeah. little bit different. So, so yeah, I think that plays. And then his contract. I mean, you know, we're asking another team to kind of. You know, even if they didn't take his full contract, there's still some some aspects that they have to contend with uh, throughout the duration of his his whatever the the, the, the uh, specifics of his contract is. The Chargers would still have taken some onus of that, even if it's a matter of just like something like a cap hit if they were to let him go, or whatever. So that you know, this way, you know, I think it works out for us. It works out for them where, you know, maybe next year they can cut him and it doesn't count, it doesn't count against their cap, you know, stuff like that. So I think, I think the Chargers and the Chargers are, if the Chargers are one of the most frugal and by frugal, I mean, extremely tight <laughs> with their money, with their dollars, you know, historically. So the fact that they re-signed uh, Michael Williams, Mike Williams. Yep. And then you went ahead and made that move to get uh, Khalil Mack. I think they're sending a clear signal like, Hey, you're not just going to ignore us here. You know, I'm not going to be like, like, like old girl in uh fail attraction. I'm not going to be ignored, <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, man, I, I just, I'm looking forward to, I forget the, forget the rest of the NFL. I'm just looking forward to every AFC West game. <laughs> I just want to watch every single one of those. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be an interesting division. Man. It's going to be good. With Russ going to the Broncos now. Uh, yeah. What y'all think about be that? Set, man. How y'all feel I, about that? That's that's a great that's a great move. They got a they got a a, a solid defense. Uh, they got some receiving help for them over there. Hopefully, Jerry Judy can stay, backs. stay healthy for them. Yeah, they, man, Denver Denver's gonna be all right, man. I think a lot of people a lot of people are are looking past them uh, because of you know you got Mahomes and the Chiefs and you got uh, the Chargers with uh, with Herbert. That's that they're gonna make a climb. And then, uh, I mean, you still are got they? you got car. Yeah. Well, they I'm should. With, I'm with smoke. Are they? I mean, you know, the they should. Coach. You got you got you hey. got Matt coming there now. The defense is going to be a lot better. Hopefully, mm, they they okay. think hopefully know, hopefully. Um, well, yeah, and, still- and Justin Herbert. I mean, man, I I want to uh, 
Did I win? No, I came in second place in my fantasy, uh, my fantasy league this year with uh, with Justin Herbert at the quarterback. So, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm seeing big things for the Chargers coming up. Well, the next you, couple of years, you got a head coach that coaches like exactly into my Madden league. Exactly, uh, hey. exactly. The uh, Doc Rivers of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the West, the the, the AFC West is. Uh, well, the NFC West too, but the AFC West is gonna be uh it's gonna be a good division. Uh yeah, NFC West ain't nothing. You crazy NFC West? NFC West is nice games. Well, two. you know what? Well, you well, you knock out the Seahawks. The Seahawks are done. They, Seahawks are done. Arizona, I'm not a buy, I'm not a buyer anymore. Well, uh, Kyler, Kyler, yeah, is Kyler even gonna be there? Kyler might be playing baseball. Exactly. He ain't going right. nowhere. Stop. He he. I feel like he got humbled. Stop that. And now Stop he that. now he like shoot. I need to get paid because hey. I almost died them last <laughs> few games of the regular season. <laughs> hey, did y'all see that? Uh, you y'all know who Mina Kimes is right? Yeah. Yeah. ESPN. Right? Yeah. ESPN. Everything. And she she writes. Uh, it's from she's from Seattle's kind of like, like her home, but she's a big Seattle Seahawks fan, right? So when Russ got traded. Uh, the Cardinals organization like like trolled her and sent that yeah. like so like you okay, and so she was like oh really so she trolled him back she showed a picture of uh Kyler Murray in his Oakland Athletics gear Oakland A's <laughs> gear playing baseball she's like how you feeling yeah. <laughs> she sent it back everybody's like dang girl uh, you you were wrong I was like yeah don't mess with me the yeah, guy she won dude. yeah yeah she's uh she's very uh. She's very clever, man. She'll yes. she'll she'll yes. get you. That's one that I, I wouldn't mess with her. I so wouldn't we mess talk, with her. <laughs> we talked about Mac, and I was and I, I will say, you know, I was looking at some CBS like a you know blockbuster move. I'm like, okay, I don't know about blockbuster. I don't know how much a blockbuster move. He's a hall of famer. That is a blockbuster trade. It's a significant trade. Uh, blockbuster to me means that stuff goes both ways. I don't think anything yeah. blockbusterish happened on our end. But anyway, that's just me. But, but on like their it. end, they got they got uh, a future Hall of Famer, former potentially player of the year. Yes, potentially. No, he's gonna be. He's he's gonna he's gonna get there. Uh, he should, but, but we'll say potentially. He's got to finish out. He ain't there just yet. But yes, I'm with you. He, he's on that track. He's on the Hall yeah. of Fame track, no doubt. Yeah. But so that's that, and we obviously Russ. That, that, to me, that's a blockbuster trade. The Russ trade, huge. But what about Carson Wentz going back to the NFC East? How do we feel about that? Like, did the Colts do the right? Like, who are the Colts going to take now? Like, okay, you got rid of him, but, like, who's going to be your quarterback? You know, it's interesting. Um, uh, what's the the middle linebacker? Uh, Leonard. Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard, South Carolina State, HBCU. Shout out to him. Uh, as soon as the trade happened, I guess he tweeted out, damn, this is – five quarterbacks in five years now i didn't realize yeah. that yes that's mm-hmm. crazy right that yeah yeah uh so he wasn't he wasn't too happy about it uh at least according to his tweet i don't know you know what the what the what the team felt about it but no, it's was interesting it re- what's interesting is that uh frank reich was was Wentz's guy. I mean, this is right. Wentz Wentz yeah. was 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 flourishing in, in in Philly with him, and that's why he brought him to uh to Indy, and he only gave hey. him one year. That's 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 interesting. Oh, well, I think it has more hey. to do with his who he is and how his persona is because his statistics. I mean, he really didn't have a bad year. You, you consider this is his first year on a team, right? 
and he missed some time because of COVID situations and his reluctance to take the vaccination. So maybe that might have had something. I don't know. Again, that's just speculation. But he missed some time. And that's developmental time with your with your, with your guys. But and they were into the fight. I mean, hey, if they don't fall apart no. the last couple of games, they probably make the they playoffs. lost they they lost to, to Jacksonville the Jaguars. in the yes. last game of the season. And that yeah. that that was embarrassing. That that killed him. Yeah, and he looked bad doing he ain't credit. When he looked bad, he looked bad, <laughs> you know. But you overall you look at the stats, it's like, dude, you know, that's just like you said, it's just one year with the talent that's there, and you got an MVP candidate and you're running back running behind you. You have a really good offensive line, you got a really good defense. I I would think y'all are closer with Wentz than you are with Adam. And I don't I mean who are you gonna replace him with? Marcus Mariota? It depends on what what you do. Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky. Maybe maybe Jameis maybe Winston. They can, they can fix him. Uh yeah, okay. Jimmy G. <laughs> Jimmy G. Jimmy G makes sense. I'm with you. Jimmy, if he's healthy, you know, he's got that arm surgery. Yeah. So can he can he throw? I don't know. Hey, it's it's interesting to see, man. With for them to just and and for them to say Reich came out to the owner, like Jim Mercer is the owner of GM. He's the owner. 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 Yeah, to the owner, like Ballard's at GM. Chris Ballard came out to him. Okay, but came out to him like basically like apologizing because he went to bat like for Carson Wentz and and it didn't work out like that's pretty crazy <laughs> but what's that? I don't I don't I don't follow I don't follow the coach like that I watched a couple of episodes of um <laughs> of the uh, hard knocks in season with them was he that bad I don't know I don't know but Maybe it's it's stuff we just don't see something dude he's on the I second mean, it's something. 13 you know 13 27 27 7 yes he had Yes, he had a bad end of the season. I mean, outside, yes. yeah, out, outside of the end of the season, I mean, it seemed like he got along with all the guys, and yeah. you know, they, you know, for the first part of the year when he was healthy, you know, he their offense moved. It's interesting. He's got a big arm. He makes some throw. He can make some it's throws. Weird. But it's, it's got to be. But you think about it, Philadelphia couldn't get rid of his ass quick enough. Yeah, yeah. And, and, now, and now the Colts. So, man, you know what? Now that I think about it, now granted, I will say he didn't do much to warrant like no, you don't go look at another QB. True, in my opinion, I agree. And what and what we learned from him in Philly, a quarterback competition is not good for him. Okay. And so I think they said, you know what? We want to see if we can get another QB. But if we go do that with him on this roster, it's going to be it's going to cause more trouble than good. And and I think that's why they parted ways. But I I get that if you have a guy in place like you know you're going to get that guy and keep in mind they don't have a first round pick. So it ain't like they drafting a quarterback. And even if they were, the quarterbacks this year are very tepid responses if from the quarterbacks that are coming out this year, the ones who consider first round material. So again, who 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 are you getting that's better than him? I mean, we'll is see. it like you said, Garoppolo, a healthy Garoppolo? I can see it, but even with Garoppolo, you still got to make a trade to get him. He's not a free agent. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? What you about, gotta get Frisco something. What about Jordan Love? You still gotta make That's a trade, a trade though. And then you you okay? So I mean, you might as well draft somebody. And, and, you might as well draft Carson Strong in the second round. And they saying the Giants is going after Mitch, right? right. That's I don't Mitch Mitch. I don't understand that dude. Mitch like, about why? to get paid. Going to New York? Going anywhere? You how are you gonna pay him to come in as a free agent? When you already got a quarterback there, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's not getting, he's not getting uh, Aaron Rodgers money, but he's gonna make, he's gonna make some money. He about to make some money. Look, if you Trubisky, you need to either go to the Steelers or the Colts, and I think the Colts is a better deal because it's a weaker division, and their offense is not too dissimilar from well, the yeah. one you learned. They talk here. about the the Giants. I don't understand why would you want to go there and, and prime put yourself, ball. but still, you're gonna put yourself into a competition with with. With uh, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones. They say that's what the Giants want to do, but yeah, does I, he want to do that? Right, I, I'm with you. Yeah, it's like that's like yeah, okay, the Giant. Yeah, that's not a good move for you, Mitch. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm telling, dude, the Colts. Hey, hey, ain't nobody there. Ain't nobody in in Indianapolis. And yeah. you go to Pittsburgh. The only guy you really got to beat out is, you know, Mason Rudolph. Which you know, if you're the number two pick in a draft, that shouldn't be that complicated. But the Colts have a better offensive line. But, but I think both teams are stacked, you know. But I ask, what's different than Mason Rudolph to Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones is more athletic. Daniel Jones has actually won games because of his play. Daniel Jones's problem is he's this generation's version of uh, – what was the quarterback that was with the uh, Seahawks back in the 80s? Jim Zorn? No, not, no, Dave Craig. One. Yeah, he 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 is Dave Craig. He is this generation's Dave Craig, where he's always turned the ball over. It's like, dude, can you stop fumbling the ball? Can, can you drop back and not fumble the ball? Like his problem is turnovers. If he doesn't have those turnovers, the Giants probably win a third more of the games that they've lost. Like if they if they've lost twenty games because of turnovers, they probably win at least seven of those. That's an interesting analogy. Them. Remember, Dave Craig was a was a bear for a little bit. For a hot moment in a uh, really, really yeah. bad, bad time for the Bears, he, but he turned the ball over a lot. Yes, and that's Daniel. <laughs> that's that, that is Daniel Craig. I mean, that's Daniel Jones. Matter of fact, we'll just call him Daniel Craig, not the actor, not James Bond. Oh, <laughs> but the, the dark side, the American version of James Bond, dark side of James Bond. But yeah, Daniel Jones, and you know that, that's his issue. But yeah, if I'm Trubisky. Dude, go to the Colts makes way more sense because you go to New York. Not only are you in that competition, but you got the New York media will tear you another one. They will tear you. Like Chicago media will annoy you, but New York and Philly will like destroy you. They will straight come after you. And not only that, but you're in New York and you'll still be compared. You'll be compared to the other quarterback. And if the other quarterback in the, with the Jets, if he starts looking good and you're the worst quarterback in New York <laughs> and you signed a big contract, free agent contract to come there. Nah, dog. That's that's a bad move for him. It's a bad. Look. You're going to Indianapolis. You're not going to get killed by the media. You know, you're in a weak ass division. You have enough insulation with this talent around you, and you have a coaching staff that does a really good job with the players that they have. And not only that, but it's a system that's not too dissimilar from the one you learned at Nagy, because Nagy and Reich and Peterson, those guys were on Andy Reid's staff at one point in time. So the wordplay shouldn't be too too much for you to have to you know to, to adjust to. So to me, that makes the most sense. And then Pittsburgh makes the second most sense. But hey, you know that's just how I see it. 
Hey, real quick, back to the Bears. Um, you know, the 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 new brass talked at the combine and um uh Ryan Poles was asked uh what he thought about the current roster. And he only brought up three players. He brought up Roquan Smith, uh, he brought up Darnell Mooney, and he brought up Justin Fields, obviously. That was it. Um mm. Could you see anything, any other moves coming uh, of some veterans? Robert Quinn, uh, your guy, uh, Bo Jack, Eddie Jackson, Smoke. <laughs> anyone I, I can, anyone you know, like that? I can, see letting, I can see letting Eddie Jackson go because there's a lot of safeties in this draft and there are going to be some free agent safeties that are, are available that you can – kind of bring in to help your young safety, whoever it is that you might draft. And if you get some extra picks, like we have two second round picks now, third round pick and you get another second round pick and maybe like a fourth round pick, additional fourth round pick, or you, at this point, you want to be able to turn your assets into, you know, some that's that you have on a team that is into, into some draft uh, capital. Exactly. So and this is this is if there's a draft to do that to really build the, the 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 crux of your team, this is that draft to do that because it is deep in offensive linemen, it is deep in defensive linemen slash edge rushers, it's sleep. I'm sorry, it's deep in uh, defensive backs and it's deep in wide receivers. Pretty much everything a growing healthy team needs, and we need to get our team healthy in terms of the talent that we have. And now there's some top end talent, but we're not obviously going to have that. We're on a first round pick, but let me tell you, man, second round through the fourth round, there's just so much talent there. There'll, there'll be some bleed over into the fifth and sixth round guys that probably in another draft could have been, you know, late third rounders, early fourth rounders. So, yeah, you get you three second round picks. If you if the Bears can somehow manage to get, say, seven picks in the first 150, that would be a far cry from what they have going into this up to this mm -hmm. moment. And you get seven players, and let's say you hit on four of them or five of them that are actually going to contribute. I'm not necessarily saying this year, but within the next two to three years where they're like starters or they're strong contributors to your team, and you get another solid draft after that and some free agent acquisitions, really in, in two seasons' time, you can completely turn around your organization, especially if Justin Fields is who I think he is. Um, and then now you're competing because, again, the Bears division is not a strong division. And, you know, as mercurial as Aaron Rodgers is, he might be like, you know what? We ain't winning Super Bowl again this year. I'm out. Take my money and run, you know. So Minnesota's in, in you know, Minnesota. All, everybody but Green Bay is in a state of flux. And Green Bay mm -hmm. puts itself in a state of flux because they don't know what Aaron's going to do. So, and really, Green Bay is one Aaron Rodgers injury away from being everybody else in their division. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, and just right quick, as far as the draft or the, some that combine, there are some cats, dude. There's one wide, there are two wide receivers I wouldn't mind the Bears getting. And, and now that we have two second round picks, there's a better opportunity to maybe get those guys, better chance. And it's this cat out of North Dakota State, Christian Watson. I just advise anybody listening to just go look at his YouTube videos. Uh, that dude is like a gazelle, man. Uh, his, 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 his spring and bounce, he's 6'4. Dude runs, he ran a four three six at the combine. Um, it, he, his acceleration is effortless. He's versatile. He runs well with the ball. He breaks tackles. 
Uh, he's not like a physical, like, like Debo Samuels type kind of break tackles, but you try to get an arm tackle. He runs through them. Uh, he sets up blocks well on reverse runs. He high points the ball when he, when he, you throw it to him. And his, one of his best routes to me is his comeback route is just a killer because you're so afraid of his speed. He gets you going back and then he comes back to the ball so strong. And when he catches it, he either goes left or right. You don't know which way he's going. And you, if you don't tackle him right then and there, he's gone. He can take it to the house or it's at least an additional five to 10 yards. And it's just like a killer route. And that's an easy route to connect with when you have a young quarterback like Justin Fields. A guy coming back to the ball. That's how we ran. Well, you fit perfectly with the team. (laughs) (laughs) But I like his size. And that's that's that height because I I like Mooney, but, you know, he's he's 5'11-ish. But you get this cat who's a legit 6'4", and he's about 205 now. He can probably put on another – you know, five to seven pounds without losing any speed, extremely athletic, uh, agile, uh, just, you know, he, he makes, he makes it look easy the way he moves. He really does. And there's also uh, Pierce out of, um, sorry, real quick, Pierce out of Cincinnati, uh, got the size and the speed too. Not as fluid as Watson, but he's got that size and speed and he's another guy who could be the end zone threat. What's the kid out of, what's his name again? The kid out of North, uh, North, North Dakota State. State. Yeah. Christian Watson. Christian Watson. 6'4", 4'3", He's not going to be in the second round. 4'3", <laughs> Well, no, he, he will be in the second round because there's just that much talent, bro. You think so? Dude, I'm telling you. Uh, there's so many wide receivers, you don't have to get one early. <laughs> That's uh, part of the thing. And you got to keep in mind, someone like Jameson, here's the thing, dude. If he, Watson, if he played at like a Power 5 school, even he played at like Northwestern, He'd probably be first round but because it's North Dakota State. You know what they're going to say? No. Nah. Eh, what was your level of your competition? Who was throwing you the ball? If you're that good, how come you didn't have 1,200 yards receiving? How come you only had, you know, less than a 1,000? They're going to things. They're going to be things people are going to poke holes at. And he would have been, ha- been a fifth-round pick at Northwestern because their offense is <laughs> shitty. <laughs> but if you had a Power 5 school, he, he would have gone – he probably would go a lot sooner. But you got to look at a guy like Jameson Williams from Alabama who got injured in the, in the championship game. He's still probably going to go first round. And that pushes a guy like Watson down. I don't think Watson's going to get out of second round. But you got all these offensive linemen people need, defensive linemen slash edge rushers. Dude, I, dude look, trust me. I, I've been – the mock draft I've been doing, I did, I've done 24 mock drafts or 23 mock drafts so far this year. I've had so many guys fall out of my first round into the second round who for weeks I had in the first round just because of how well some people did at the end of the year, how well they did in postseason games and how well they did at the combine that some people are just moving up and other people are kind of kind of sliding down a little bit through no fault of their own. And some cats still haven't even worked out yet. So that's going to make a difference, too. So, yeah, I think Watson will be there. All right. You heard it from the GM. We shall see. Hey, let's move on to uh, the other big news of the day. MLB, the lockout is over. The new CBA has been ratified. We will have 162 baseball games this year. Yay. I don't really think mm-hmm. we need that, but <laughs> that's cool. Hey, uh, for our paychecks, for our viability at the job. Yay. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yes, we need all 162. <laughs> exactly all 162 but yeah um so cba has been been ratified free agency is happening right this moment uh no big signings as of our recording right now but there are a lot of free agents out there Mm -hmm. um 
and some rule changes uh, in baseball. I want to get get you guys' thoughts on on that first. Uh, the first rule change, which is one I've been hoping for since I was a kid, the universal DH is coming this season. I, I just despise National League Baseball because I always thought that <laughs> it was long and boring and, and games would be drawn out because of double switches. Uh, and, and well, it goes you, faster when you strike out the pitcher. Yeah, but who wants to watch the pitcher hit? Nobody. Madison Bumgarner is a pretty good hitter, man. Yeah, that's one. Yes. Hey, Maddox was good. Glavin was good. Kerry Wood was good. There's some good headed pitchers out there. You you name you name one for uh, a couple of generations. That's it. <laughs> he caught that, huh? The rest of them are awful. I never I just never understood. <laughs> From the high school level up until AAA, pitchers don't hit. Well, high school level, they they can. You can use the DH in other ways, but that's not my point. The DH is there, right? And then all of a sudden. You get to Major League Baseball, and one league has it, and the other league doesn't. That never made sense to me. Just uh, I don't know. What do yes. you guys think? Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty silly. Uh, You're a Yankee fan, man. You like big boppers. You just, that's your whole thing. It's like sign a sign a free sign that, an overpriced free agent, Reggie Jackson. That's 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 false. <laughs> Because Derek Jeter is my favorite player. So <laughs> Big Bopper was not his game at all. But but I mean I I used to hate like especially like World Series. Team go to the National League Park, pitchers gotta hit. Yeah. Now yeah. like like I felt it's it works for both teams if you keep the DH both games. I feel both. I feel it's a major advantage for the National League in those instances because they know how to make their switches. They know they have they have a routine likely in that in that instance because of the it's been their rule all season. Right. Whereas for the American League, it's been strictly DH all year. Now I got to put a bat of. A pitcher in a box who hasn't been in the box all season long, and like, what if he swing and f himself up or something? Like, it's <laughs> yeah, just go to the universal, makes the game better for both conferences, evens it up, makes makes it more appealing to go to certain destinations, and it's good. And I don't have to see a pitcher hit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I never I never like seeing uh name a pitch. There's got to be a pitch out there that just just flails at that at a, at a, at a pitch. Just doesn't even try. Yeah, Lance Land. There you go. <laughs> I, um, don't need it. Well, I mean, you're talking about uh, a sport where for years, up and I don't know when it changed. For years, it wasn't. The best record that got you home field, it was alternated. <laughs> so I remember that, yeah. You yeah. you could be like what Smoke is saying. You could be that American League team, like the Oakland A's, and have won like a hundred and five games, but you know yeah. you're on the road. <laughs> you know, four out of seven. <laughs> and then the team you're playing is 
I don't know, could be the Cincinnati Reds. It barely makes it in there and, Mm. you know, and they get games at home. So, yeah, I mean, it took them a long time to figure out how to do that. So baseball, baseball has always been one of those weird sports where as progressive as it may try to seem to be, it's really regressive in a lot of unnecessary areas, (laughs) you know. So hopefully, like you say, this can make do something that can make it more exciting for fans. Uh, obviously it's going to extend some players careers which you know i don't have a problem with that but you're right guys i mean you you when you look at it when you just brass tack it and you say okay look man i got professional hitters and professional pitchers this is how is i don't need to have an unprofessional person in the box trying to swing that doesn't make sense and and like you said uh as what if you're you know, you're talking about swinging, but what if a guy coming out of the, the batter's box, you know, tears his groin or does something, you know, un, unusual as he runs to the bag and he, he messes up his calf, you know, or whatever, because he's trying to because mm-hmm. it's, it's not just, you know, it's not just in the batter's box. You get on base. You got to yeah. run the bases, too. You mm-hmm. know, and remember, remember Can't pull them off the bags. Right. Th- think about how different the Cubs situation might have been when they played the Marlins. If. uh not uh, not carry what was the other pitcher who was prior if prior doesn't run into somebody and get hurt hmm. you know uh, i think i don't know if that happened in that series but i think that season whatever i remember that prior season running, happened happened during the season right i remember prior running into somebody and he then he was out you know why is he even on the base pass you know what i'm saying yeah. so so yeah it, it makes a lot of sense it can you know people like to see hitters hit and um I, i'm okay with it i think it's it's i mean why not i mean you know you get, baseball needs to do something they need yeah. to speed up the game too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that's coming because we're gonna have not this season, but in 2023, the pitch clock is coming. Uh, I heard on I was watching MLB Network today. I guess the pitch clock is gonna be uh, 14 seconds for uh, when a when there's no one on base, and then 19 seconds when uh, there are runners on base. So I actually, you know, my my dumb ass, I actually Boy. count it. I, I said, okay, here's the pitch, bam, and then counted it <laughs> in my in my head. I was like, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> that could work. <laughs> Four, not, so not 15 seconds. No, it's 14. It's 14, 14 seconds. What, so. How do you okay? How do you land on 14? Hey, I'm not right. I'm not smart enough to know what why why it was 14, but yeah, it's 14. <laughs> I mean, at, at 19. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Not not fifteen and twenty. No. It's, right. Uh, right. Right. I, right. Like what did you? I didn't know. 15, 20? Uh, I kind of <laughs> having a clock for when it's a runner on base. Yeah. Kind of weird in my eyes. Yeah, you got to. Hey, you got an extra going. five seconds, man. You got to get going. <laughs> also, bigger bases. So this is supposed what's to promote. That, what's? Yeah. Yeah. So, speak to that. So the bigger bases is supposed to promote uh more action on the base pass more offense yeah no more action more so, base running so what does base that mean running. stolen bases stolen bases yes so basically I, I heard i heard harold reynolds talking about this today as well on mlb network by the way pretty pretty good uh pretty good watch um he said that basically what's going on right now is that analytics has taken the the uh uh, the athlete out of the game and you're yeah, I agree uh, yes. you have you know probably the most athletic players in the history of the game are playing right now so what the bigger base would do since you have you know it's it's larger 
he got a better chance. A better chance to steal, and to wow, they get to the back quicker because they get to the back quicker, and so now so the distance is shorter. Yes, by by inches, but those inches add up, right? So it's no longer ninety feet. It's what eighty nine. Oh, look yeah, at you! Yeah, look at you! Inches, all, yeah. well, I'm I'm just trying to get an understanding of yes. of this. Like it. That's really? that's that's what Harold Reynolds said. So uh, okay, I thought it was a safety issue, not a. Well, here's the deal. You know what the safety thing about it? I'm interested to see what you know what the material is going to be because I've always thought there was a problem that the bases don't give any. So that mm-hmm. creates, you know, the jam fingers, the, yeah, the ankle injuries, the mm-hmm. knee injuries, you know, that that sort of thing. Um, so I'm interested to see that. I saw a, I don't know, and I, I could be wrong about this, but there was a picture on ESPN about with, with the with the I guess what the base is going to look like, and it looked like it was more of a giving uh, material. I don't, this I don't. It's hilarious to me. Yeah, but that a bigger that a bigger base is going to promote more stolen bags. That isn't see. That's what just say that's, dumb that's stuff. what he said. <laughs> I'm I told just, you. Like I said, I'm just it's, telling you what Harold Reynolds said. Huh? The sport does weird things. Every time they take a step forward, they do some stuff that's just unnecessary. It might. It might. It might work. We'll see. Okay. The runners have to run. What <laughs> right. Is, what like. <laughs> If they if they're more athletic now than they were, say in the eighties when they were still stealing bases, then they should be able to steal bases at the same clip if they but just the decide thing, to focus on stealing bases. So, so Billy Bean told us that right. stealing bases does not matter. So the bag yeah. comes in. So a bag comes it. in, and the bag says it's okay to steal now. That's it, that's, that's my thing. You one <laughs> Billy Bean Billy Bean telling us anything is crazy. Yeah, he mean, never won shit. <laughs> Two, I just don't understand how a bigger base is going. At first, I was about to say, wait, when you was when you was talking, you were saying the base is promoting more base running. What is it like a jet button on the base? But if you're stealing, you got a lead. So it ain't nothing that it ain't like you can get a solid push off to but no, <laughs> you get but, lead. but you have to you have to admit there. The inches matter, Inch, you know. Inches matter. That's what she said. That's what she said. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> those those so, inches, so, those inches so, add up. So the ba- so the bases are. <laughs> so so again, so the bases are they're bigger in width. Yes. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yes, in the width. Sure, width. And but, not and not not height. Not height. Not height. Yeah. Okay. So it's about it's gonna be so they're gonna yeah, be running not, about 80. You're not gonna 89. be swimming. You're not gonna be swimming up to the base. No, it's, <laughs> it's just gonna have a, a, a wider diameter, I guess, if that's the right measurement. So yeah. it'll be about about 89 and no no see you you're measuring at the you're measuring at the edge of the base. The the, the where the base is nailed down, that's you start the measurement from there. I don't know that. I'm just trying to, you know, make you. <laughs> you just trying to confuse us. I'm just trying to make you a little less annoyed by the to, fact you're that you're pointing out us. that the baseball won't be. No, the you, but you, but you know what? You're not. You're not wrong. 
<laughs> You're not wrong because the 90 is at the center of the base. CS. You're not wrong. See, now, You're not wrong. He would know. Yeah, I'm just saying. I just I started thinking <laughs> like baseball. Just start thinking a little backwards, and it makes sense to me. So yeah, and so- that actually, and that actually helped me picture what you were saying initially. That okay, now those quick tags that Javi be knocking down, the runners will be safe now because <laughs> right. Got a, got a little bit more base to touch. Got, got a little, you're going to get there. Them quick ones, I'm already on the base well, now, brother. Well, now, actually, Javi can kind of extend himself on that base, too, now. You know, where he stands. Yeah. He can extend himself a little bit a little bit further. The throw, throw got to be out the throw there. throw got to be there, right. Right, but yeah. the throw, the base, it may not be extended just, you know, on all four sides. So Javi can be a little bit further forward and meet the pitch meet, meet the throw sooner see what i'm saying well you can well you can do that regardless he does that anyway right but i'm saying he'll have a little extra inch now or two forward i'm just saying you know it it, it, it it's still it's still you know it can balance itself out but anyway yeah, it, it's it's, okay. it's 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 gonna be a way to all right and then here's here's a big one which is not going to come this season but in 2023 the mm-hmm. ban of the shift 100 percent boy so you're not you're not gonna have five guys on one side of the field, you know, taking away hits. 100% for. I'm a defensive-minded person being a Chicago Bear fan. You know, the defense matters. And I'm like, look, man, I, I got to use whatever measures I can to keep you from hitting it. All my analytics and statistics and even my good old-fashioned common sense says that this dude's a pull hitter. Man, move your that ass over away. to the side. No, that, that takes away from the game. Yeah. I want to. I want to see. But, I want to see shortstops make great plays. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to see. I want to see a second baseman be able to 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 get to the to the middle of the field and then show off his arm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, w- I want to make some plays like Sandberg. I'm a manager. Or, or, or I want to win. Or I'm a, or Coach Smoke. You know. I'm a man. I'm a manager. I want to win, and I want to keep getting paid. So hey. slide a little yeah. over to the right. Well, if he's this pull, game, if he's hey, pulling. Hey, this is, hey, this is and, about, hey, this is about trying to keep I'm, fans. Exactly, and I'm an owner or in the commissioner. I want people to come to the games. Right. I want people to watch the games. The the shift takes away uh, hits. I see, away runs. I see now y'all selling out like the NBA sold out. Hey, man. No hand, no hand checks, no hand checks. Let these guys just go on by. And the so game now, is thriving right now. Yeah, the game was thriving before you Michael talk about, left. Hey, Hey, you talked about, you know, us keeping the one sixty two, So, so our paychecks would be all right. Well, we need those ratings <laughs> to stay high too. So uh, so oh, yeah, man. I'm I'm all for the banning of the ship, or maybe just, just maybe like it's football not, sold out. Maybe, Don't hand check them. Don't hand check at the five yards. You can't touch them anymore. Maybe there's oh. a limit to where you can go. You know, something like that. You, know? you can't. You either you're gonna do it or you're not because you know baseball players. And I, I'm not. I don't mean to be like I'm pointing the finger, but it's just human nature. You give me an inch, I'm gonna take a mile. So. If you're not policing, and umps have enough to do. I mean, it's like that crap last year, policing pitchers in terms of checking every after every inning or whatever. So if mm-hmm. the guys can slide a little left or a little right, you know, but it's three feet here or four feet there. I mean, who's measuring? You know, where is that? You yeah. know, who? Where, how are you going to see that cutoff thing? That's either you can do it or you can't. 
So I think yeah, either, either one way or the other. I just, I just completely say get rid of it. And, you know, and a lot of people like, man, these are the best players in the world. They're giving them a free hit by just going the opposite way. Yeah, they are. But you know how bad – you know how many bats are going to get broke doing that? You know how bad that's going to – that shit – ain't nobody trying to see that, man. Right. Like, you, the, these are the these are not just the best of the best, best hitters. These are the best of the best pitchers. They're pitching you into the shit. Exactly. So, so you keep trying to take a 99-mile inside fastball opposite field. Okay. You're going to break a lot of bats. You're going to get some hits, but you're going to break a lot of bats. And that's, and that's not appealing to the fan. Well, let me it's ask you this. not appealing to the fan. Let me ask you this. Was the shift something that just came about in the last 10 years? I mean, hasn't that option always been available to baseball no, managers? Not like, not, not like it's being used now. It's always been available. It's always been available, but it's another it's another concept of analytics. The first I'm thinking I'm thinking back. The first time I really saw the shift being played uh, was when uh, Jim Tomey got to the White Sox, and I remember that's when I first really noticed that teams were moving guys over in the right field. So it's become um, more dramatic. Too. Over the last it's, fifteen it's years, very yeah, dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Before that, I I don't remember. I mean, occasionally you would see some type of shift, but not mm-hmm. like I mean, not like at every at bat, the way it okay. is now. I uh, see. For Frequent, so frequency and, and, and intensity of the of the shift and the frequency. Right. Right. Okay. I see. Hey, going back to the to the pitching clock, and we can get out of here, but. Uh, Harold Reynolds brought up another point saying that with the pitching clock, with the uh, the 14th second and the 19th second, you're not going to have pitchers that are going to be able to wind up and throw 100 miles an hour every rip because of fatigue. So that's another that's interesting interesting factor that's going to that's going to come into this. Um, or, you, or you might get more injured pitchers. That's yeah. You're not. Well, you're you, not going. Well, you, you're not going to have in a role this Chapman that's going to be able to throw a 105 mile an hour pitch, and then walk around the mound for 40 seconds, and then be <laughs> able to one. deliver another. One, you know, or yeah. or you or you tell your catcher get that ball right back to me. Get it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> now another. No, no, I, I, that, that's, no that's true. The, op- the opposite. The opposite. You tell them don't get it back to me fast. Tell the catcher take your time. But but it well, counts. It well, starts, that's gonna be the question. When does the clock start? When does it? When, when does the clock, the clock start? start? Does it, I just gotta does imagine it's, when it gets in his hand. It's gotta. So be. it starts when the when the pitcher gets the ball back. You think that's when sure. it starts? It has. Well, think about it. If the ball's in the dirt, and then the ump's gonna go ahead and change the ball out, you can't start until it gets into the pitcher's hand. So it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see how they're gonna how they're gonna combat you that. Fed, you fed, you done you done started you done spoke to opening up Pandora's box. Them catchers about to be taking a precious time. Damn I right. That ball back to the <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I got a I got another question. What happens if the batter steps out of the box? Then what happens? Clock starts over. Clock starts over. Yeah, it should. So that's yeah, you, gonna you take away. That's right, going to take it of the, the Paul Canerco's of the world that are adjusting their batting gloves uh, before every pitch. I guess it's going to be a challenge for both. Or, both or, or, or here's the thing: or, the pitcher or pitches. You can't you can't get in and you can't get do all that 
get in and hold that hand up, trying to get yourself set in the box. If that time clock is winding down, I'm in pitcher. my winder. Yeah, pitch soon pitches. That, soon as two feet in that box, well, yeah. pitch is coming. Pitches, I, so no, it's, no, so I don't it might be a lot of quick pitch. I don't well, even I'm, go two feet in there because it's, it's, it's if it starts. Because here's, well, here's another strategy. Well, if he's not catcher. in the box, the ump the ump is likely going to hold you off. Got to be in the box. Both feet got to be in the box. Is he? But both feet got to be in the box. So, but oh, okay. I don't know. It's gonna. Well, it's gonna make it's, it's gonna make for 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 Mark Burley. It's gonna be games, interesting. Man. That's that's I think that's what it's gonna it's gonna speed the game up. And as a person that you know works in the field of, uh, of sports media, uh, that's gonna make for shorter work days. That's a good thing. <laughs> hey, right quick before you get off of baseball, don't forget there's a new draft lottery in baseball now too, uh, for the first six picks, and that's supposed to I guess kind of limit the tanking that baseball teams seem to do. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen because it's not like well, it's stopping the NBA at all. I guess, I guess with the, the, I guess with the new financial parameters, I guess it's supposed to uh, uh, stop teams from, I don't know if, what type of, if it's a limit or whatever, but it's supposed to stop teams from, um, 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 from their, from grounding the, uh, the salary, their team salaries. You know, so I don't know if it's like a cap. It's not necessarily a cap. You're talking about the money part, the, luxury the money tax? part of it. Yeah. Well, the luxury tax has gone up, but I'm saying for the teams at the bottom, you know, the, the your smaller market teams mm-hmm. that you know your Pittsburgh Pirates, um, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Well, not well. Milwaukee spends some money. Yeah, they, but they spend money. Uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay. Though, though they though they they Kansas compete. City. Yeah, they're they're not gonna. You know the, the the incentive to keep a salary as low is not going to be the same. So I guess that twofold is going to help against the tanking thing. So the Oakland A's that's that's a big one. Yeah, Oakland A's that's a big one. Uh, Twins. Yeah, but they they well no nah, they're they're really. more like, they're more like Tampa Bay. Yeah, you're right. Yep. They compete, but it's because. Mm-hmm. They they keep bringing in new talent and and once their guys get the free agency they let them go. Yeah, even Detroit's not really big. They might have a, a, a player or two, but they they're not like like New York teams or the LA teams. Um, even you know even the Cubs at one point you know you had some high priced players, but but Detroit might have one or two and then they ain't paying nobody else. <laughs> so you look at the White Sox division. The White Sox have actually bent to the size of their market would probably dominate the division like you know year in and year out because they just got a lot of small market teams in their division they should they should yeah so uh so yeah free agency has started and uh there's a lot of lot of uh activity in motion so i guess we'll the next step our next episode we'll probably be able to talk about some moves that have been made um by teams in the free agent market season starts april 7th mm-hmm. so uh so yeah should be fun should be fun hey let's move on to uh our favorite basketball team the chicago bulls mm-hmm. and uh they had a rough 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 <laughs> week yeah uh, they were on a five game losing streak um 
at, at, at one part of this week, including losses to the Sixers and the Hawks and the Bucks. Milwaukee. And yeah, it was, it was, yeah, yeah, a rough, rough week for our guys. Uh, and I don't I guess it was, it was expected. Um, but I was, you know, listening to Billy Donovan talk. Uh, he brought up a good point, man. He said they have they haven't been in full strength all season. They're, I guess, what you would call their core, which would be uh, Zach Levine, Demar Derozan, uh, Lonzo Ball, uh, Vucevic, Pat Williams, and Caruso. And six Caruso. Man. They've only played together in sixteen games this this entire season. That's crazy. Well, you know what? You know that may that may eliminate Williams. Williams was gone after the third Early game. On. Yeah, right. yeah. But he said sixteen. They've only played together sixteen times this entire season. Um, so he still doesn't know exactly where they are as a team. And that, I mean, you know, when I guess when they when they play the better teams, that comes out. You know, All right? Well, they're they're exactly where they are. You know, yeah. I'm not trying to be funny, but they're that four through sixteen. And that's probably yeah. where they're going to sit. Uh, and they, you know, you pro- talked about how difficult the schedule was. It, it, it still is. <laughs> it's got a lot yeah. of oh, murderous yeah. row of, of teams coming up. So I don't expect the Bulls to just turn it around. Even when these guys, I think Caruso is coming back Sunday. I don't think, I don't expect these guys to just turn it around all of a sudden. I think if they can, let's say, I don't know what the number is off the top of my head, but let's say of the games remaining, let's say 10 of them are against, you know, top tier teams, if they can win three or four of those, I would consider that an, an, uh, uh, an uptick than what they have been doing. Um, because it's just difficult, man. It's difficult because now everyone's really trying to, all the other teams are really trying to position themselves. So these games are going to be important to everybody, you know, and, a lot of teams have gone through what the Bulls have gone through. They've lost their players through either pandemic-related situations or injury or what have you, and now they're using this stretch to, to gel, to, to kind of figure out how and who they're going to be as the playoffs uh, around the corner. So it's not like the Bulls are going to have any teams that just be like, oh, we're good, we're in the playoffs. No, everyone's trying to position themselves, and particularly, and I, that's just why I kind of like the play-in thing, you don't want to fall below six. <laughs> you don't want to be that team having to do the play and stuff. So everyone's going to be playing, you know, particularly the teams that are right where the Bulls are situated between four and 10. All those teams are going to be playing. The Bulls are playing a lot of those teams down the stretch. So it ain't getting any easier. Yeah. I, I think they're where initially everyone expected them to be. I, I I understand the frustration of not being able to beat those better teams. But honestly, in my eyes, only teams that really, truly have beat us and we were, to my, to my liking, that we should have competed better were both Miami and Philly. I think... Well, Phoenix, we actually played well. Uh, Memphis, the first game we played Memphis, it was literally DeRozan, Fooch played, but DeRozan and nobody else played. 
it's it's been a weird year. It's been a weird year. And look, hey, like I told somebody today, yeah, we owe whatever versus those top six teams, but guess what? We keep beating the shit out the other teams. Let's just keep it that way. Shit. Yeah, but but yeah. but but if your big three are playing, what you what what we call our big three, which is you know, DeRozan. Well, DeRozan, Levine, and Vooch, you, you should be at least competitive against Miami. You should at least be competitive against uh, Philly. They actually were competitive against Milwaukee. That was actually a really good game. Competitive. We were actually competitive against Philly the first couple games. Well, yeah, except Embiid scored like 90. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, that's know, just I mean, that's, that's just been my my thought. Honestly, the only team that really just ran us out the gym both times we played them was Golden State. Yeah, they literally just blew us out the wind from start to finish. Not even close. Turn those games off at the end of the first quarter and don't watch it anymore. Those that's the only team that really just blew us out the water. Where it was like, why am I still watching this game? Like. Everyone else, Miami beat us pretty good this last time. Last time, yeah. This last time. They beat us pretty good. Uh, it's it's Philly, Philly just have our number. We saw today that Philly is really some chumps. They're really some chumps. Legit chumps in my eyes. But they're but they are a team. Matchups you matter. You they are a was, team. You don't think that was just one Hell no, 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 because both guys. They don't they don't show up in big games and they didn't show up tonight. Embiid five for 17, Harden three for 17. Embiid had 27. He made 16 free throws. That's it. That's that's those guys when the playoffs come. That's that's Embiid and that's hard. What we saw today. So I mean, we'll see, but but that's what we've seen over the years from them too. Just just saying, I'm I feel they like have I, our number. If feel, they play us, if they play us, I, I'm I'm willing to bet they sweep us. I'm willing to bet that. I I feel like tonight's but, tonight's the 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 Sixers Nets game. That was an aberration. I think I think the Nets took things personally I, with what happened to Ben Simmons in Philly tonight. Watch only thing, that. only What's thing that? I think you what know what that care? proved. Why should they care? I mean, Ben ain't. Ben's he's their new well, teammate, but I mean, new teammate. The, 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 the Philly fans followed the man out of, out of his hotel to the arena. They, man, mocked, they, mocked, they mocked him earlier they today. Went I mean, hard. Man. They, went, they, went, they went hard at a guy that wasn't even gonna play. That's their <laughs> dumb fault. I'm, I'm so you know what I read, you know what I realized today. You know what I realized today. I've been here for so many years. How. Those Philly fans, they have such high demands. They ain't won since 83. Shut the hell up, man. Y'all ain't like, 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 come on, man. Clearly, y'all not spooking anybody. Trey Young came in y'all uh, building last right. year. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to a sporting event in Philly with a well, yeah, as a with, fan, with, with a with a Chicago jersey on, I tell you, as that. a fan, yeah, that's pretty smart. Uh, but I'm talking about the opponents we on gonna, the floor. We're gonna wear neutral colors, baby. <laughs> neutral. Little little ice tray went in there, and it was <laughs> it was 
last year. Like, come on, man. Kawhi went in there, knock him out. It's like, I'm tired of hearing about these Philly fans and how they this and they that. Man, how about y'all win some first? Win some. (laughs) Like, come on, man. Like, but I I don't think it was admiration. Me, I don't. I, what, you know what I got from y'all saw the reports that said the real raft between Kyrie and Harden was the fact that Harden kept losing to Kyrie in one-on-ones at practice. What? Could be. I promise you that was, that came out like a few days after. (laughs) What does that even mean? (laughs) Say, say, say hard. They said Harden pride was, was hurt. Cause he couldn't beat Kyrie in one on ones, and Kyrie was playing uh, was a part time player, and and I'm like, you know what? After today's game, it made sense. Cause have you ever known Kyrie to be a defender? No. Have no. you ever known that? No. He, he guarded hard in all game. He guarded <laughs> hard in all game, and Harden was three for seventeen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he said. He said, man, I can't beat this dude one-on-one. Forget it. I'm out. He was mad. And he was part-time. He was barely coming. And then when he come, <laughs> busting my ass. Oh, man, I got to get up out of here. But, 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 I digress. Back to the Bulls, man. Back to the Bulls. <laughs> hey, man, we, we, we where, we where we supposed to be, man. Where we supposed to be well, yeah, on top I, of all the injuries. Cause, cause in in retrospect, if you look at it, if every team, like yes, our injuries, we have our injuries, but every team is going through something. Every right. team has went through something. If if all if all was fair, everyone was healthy. I think the Bulls will be right where they are. You're, you're right. Maybe the- maybe 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 five. If Brooklyn was healthy. At the at the at the beginning of the season, yeah, you're right. Everybody said this was a five six <laughs> six seed. Right. The over the over. I mean, the over under was set at 40, 42, right? Forty four. Forty. No, I thought it was forty two. Forty four. I thought it was forty four. Well, I could be wrong. Yeah. Forty two, forty four. Yeah, yeah. So around that. So around that. So I guess you're right. That's where we are right now. Um, but so, I mean. That goalpost, it, it, it can move, you, man. And you want to, you want to yeah. see, uh, you want to see them make that step, you know, this year, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but did, didn't they? But haven't they done that? Didn't they make that step this year? I mean, dude, yeah. think about where that's they came what I from. Think. They made a, that's they, what I think. They made one of them like John Glenn leap on the moon steps, dude. They made a huge ass step from where they were. I mean, I think it gets lost in the shuffle because they were so good, so quick mm-hmm. out the gate, and other teams were struggling with their issues. And the Bulls were able to ascend to the, the upper echelon of the, the East, and then through force of will and DeRozan's stellar play, able to like maintain and sustain for a while up until late. So now we're like, oh man, these dudes are falling off. I'm like, they have made that step. They they literally did do that. And next year they can build on that. I just there they. I, I don't know if it was. I think as maybe you and I were talking about it uh, earlier uh, yesterday or so that these guys they don't have like that sharpshooter, like that 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 you know that person that can mm-hmm. just stand out there and kick the ball and just nail it down. You know they they need that that sniper so to speak. They have guys that can shoot the three and they they will make it, but they don't have that sniper. 
And they still, I know we got Tristan Thompson and that's nice, but they still need somebody that has a little more offense than he does. Somebody that has some versatility to their game with a little bit more of an upside to make a difference. Cause Vooch as nice as he is, he's, he's a defensive liability. And at times he's an inconsistent offensive player. So that makes a big difference. And Vooch has all these skills. He's a skilled player. He can pass as long as he's not moving. When Vooch is moving, his passing is not very good. But you sum up in a post, you sum up in a high post, you're in the offense room a little bit. Um, you know, he'll find the, the cutter, he'll find the open person, does a good job with that. But they're missing something. And I think some of it is that outside shooting helps space the floor a little bit more, but also just the scared defense. It's someone that they have to respect. There's no outside sniper they have to respect. They have to respect DeRozan and Levine's athleticism and their ability to be able to get to the cup or get to their spots and score. But, you know, Kobe White might be the closest, like, you know, sniper that they have on the team. And he's, he's, he's streaky. Right, he's streaky. So. Before Zoe went down, yeah, not a sniper. The bull, the Bulls have a lot of guys that can shoot the three, but they don't have like a, a Dale Curry or that you know. Or um, I'm trying to think of guys who are classic three point shooters. Even like when the Bulls were winning their championships, you had Steve Kerr. Steve he was Kerr. that sniper. Craig Hodges. Bulls had like two or three guys every you know every three p. They had like two or three guys that could do that. Craig Hodges, Paxson, Paxson, you know Kerr and uh, Trent Tucker Bushler. and. Bushler, I don't know if Bushler was nah. a sniper, but 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 they had Trent, Trent Tucker. Tucker. I've never, Man, I've never heard. I've never Trent. heard of Trent Tucker. Oh, Trent Tucker! <laughs> was, Trent Tucker was nice. Well, yeah, he was he, nice, dude. He was in the first three P. He was in. Uh, he was and he was. He was ninety three. He came. Yeah, he was. He was Trent Tucker. Uh, I'll give you a, a little known fact. This happened against the Bulls. Trent Tucker yep. was on the Knicks at the time. Yep. Yep. And he put up a shot. He put up a three to win the game. Uh huh. Under. Uh, three tenths of a second to go, and, and there's no fouled. way, and he got yeah, and there's no way he could have put that shot up. So the rule now that you have to it has to have three uh, three Four. tenths of a second on the on the clock. That's three is three cents. Three, three tenths, tenths of a second. second on the clock. That is the Trent Tucker rule. Yep. Yeah. And, Trent, and he got fouled. Yeah, Trent Tucker. And, Trent Tucker was nice, man. And the Bulls lost that game. They did <laughs> because of that. They did. So uh, so yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I I agree with that. I agree with that. Hey, I, one more one one question here before we go. Uh, have you guys noticed that uh, Tristan Thompson, who I, I think has been a, a good addition, you know, outside of you know what Embiid did to him, but I mean, <laughs> Tristan, he's a, man. He's he's a he's still a solid NBA player, and there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. But have you noticed that uh, he barks a lot on yeah. the bench? Yes. As a new guy, is that a is that a good thing? The, or do you think do you think the 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 players will will you know get sick of that? Uh I think this guy this team is such a bunch of nice guys. Mm-hmm. I think that he's a he's a he's the he's a personality that they don't have. And so I think they're okay with it cuz it's like that's just Trent being that's just Tristan that's being just, Tristan. That's how I look at it. Yeah. That's how that's exactly how I look at it. I think they look at it like that's just Tristan being Tristan. One, he's a champion. Mm-hmm. He, he he's been on winning teams. Like, let's yeah. let's be real here. I I key guys never even seen, has never even smelt the playoffs before. 
Yeah, it's Caru- exactly. just Caruso, Dean. just Caruso, Caruso, yeah. and DeRozan. Well, DeRozan, 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 DeRozan's DeRozan's been far to play. DeRozan has, DeRozan has too. Right. He got, but, I, but, I, got but I'm mainly speaking. I'm mainly speaking on uh, championships. Oh yeah, but but Caruso, and 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 I'm glad you said Caruso because he's one also that barks. That, but he that but he's barks. not barking. No, no, Caruso doesn't. He's not bark, barking. But Caruso but is showing things. Tristan is on the bench. Yeah, Tristan is on the bench. He. Looks like he's cussing everybody out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, but dude, I, you're the new I guy. I don't know if I don't know if that's you know the right the right tone right now. But but it's it's all about the message. We don't yeah. know the message. That's right. Yeah. You yeah. know, because the message it might what might seem volatile to us is really him saying, "Look, God, like man, we're better than what we're showing." Like, right. like, like you know, stuff of that nature. More of a motivation factor versus him really getting on him so it's it's all about the message you know i will so, say I, I did like the fact that when the bulls played milwaukee mm-hmm. he was the one he that came, came out and said hey you know we're not gonna tolerate this you know uh uh grayson allen took our guy out he's gonna pay you know basically that was that was basically the sentiment of what he said i i really like that because nobody like you said glenn we got a bunch of nice guys on this team and and no nobody was 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 talking that up. He he came out, and he's only been on the team for for a week and a half, and was able to convey that message. The Even second, still did. Well, they well hold on. I miss I check. I miss yeah. I should have fouled him on a uh, on a fast break. Yes, and he didn't. Uh, but I think that's just a, that was just a rookie theme. And he he you know he did, he didn't necessarily know. Uh, and then uh, Derrick Jones Jr. got him, got him pretty good. Yeah, yeah. he got, but, he got but, him pretty good. But I agree. I didn't think that was intentional. No, you just think it was. I think it was just uh, Inci- I think, incidental. I, like well, he, he I still got, think, he still got him. I honestly don't think he intended to foul him. Like I don't think he had intent with that. I don't think he saw him coming and was like, you know, oh, it's Grayson Allen. It's my opportunity. Yeah. I think uh, it could I think it could have been worse if he if he had the intent. I think he had the intent, but again, I think these guys just don't know how to be yeah, that they, way. This is, this is a <laughs> it's a different era. Yeah. You know, they just like, uh, okay, I'm gonna try and be slick with it's it. A diff- it's a different oh, era. Oh, I hit man. you, my bad dog. Oops. Hey, they don't they don't they don't, <laughs> they don't know about, about Robert Parrish and Bill Cartwright. No. And Charles Oakley and those guys, man. And Kermit. Kermit and Bill, Washington. Wait, and Bill Lambeer. What about, what about Kermit Washington? Uh, Kermit, Kermit, man. Didn't he, didn't he take out uh, Rudy Tomjanovich? He did. It was a crime. Oh, he should have been arrested man. for that. <laughs> that was criminality hey. what he did. <laughs> hey, one, 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 more, one last thing, though. No battery. Especially, especially over this losing streak. What? What are you guys' thoughts on the on the field on the uh, free throw discrepancies? That's a good that's that's a good question, man. Uh, well, they see they seen this. It looked like the refs sort of gave him some some calls, gave him more calls against Detroit games. the other night. Right? Yeah, yeah because and then the second the second the second half of the uh, of the Sixers game. Yeah, because um, we were losing. But yeah, that that's yeah that's an issue. Now I don't know how do we. Do you think we, we drive to the basket enough? No, I think DeRozan falls away enough. And I well, think him, he, he they, they drive up to a point 
and they don't continue to the basket. They drive up to a point, and I think they're looking for calls at times, and they're not getting them as opposed to where when they played Detroit, you saw them carry all the way through to the basket, especially Levine. He's like, I'm going to yeah. keep going well, to the Zach, basket. A lot of, a lot of times, Zach, Zach cries Initiated. for calls, but he, yeah. but he, he avoids contact when he, when he does drive for the most part. Right. And that, that's my yeah. thing with Zach. I'm like, Zach is so good at avoiding contact and finishing yeah. that he, he don't necessarily get fired. Right. And, and one thing I noticed, especially with the Sixers, and B, especially if you catch him on his back foot, he is going to just let you get that layup. He is not going to contest. He will only contest if he can get a sure block. He is not going to let you get body on him. He will. He moved out the way because to start the game against the Sixers, Levine drove to the rim like three straight times. And, and B literally walked out the hole. Okay, give it to him. Let's go down on the other end. But but I but I say this because I watched the game today. I watched the Brooklyn game today. Mm-hmm. First three possessions of the game, and B was on the floor. Hmm. No calls made. And B can't touch the floor playing the Bulls. He can trip over his own foot. The whistle is going to blow. They didn't start blowing the whistle until Brooklyn went up to 11. And then Embiid starts shooting free throws every possession after that. But now they're in a hole. You know, and I and I know no one wants to hear. I've said before, I'm a big conspiracy theorist guy. I believe refs can control the game. I'm not saying they're well, yeah, no doubt. Like I believe they can control the game. And and it and like you said, is I said this yesterday. I was on the phone with somebody. I'm saying, damn, the bull sure is getting a lot of foul calls in this game. <laughs> I guess that's just because we're the superior team. We ain't supposed to lose to Detroit, but versus Philly, Milwaukee, Giannis can just and he he does it, he does it to a lot of teams, right? Barrel in and do all that stuff. But shit, he fouled out against Phoenix. Like like those things I pay attention to. And B got his first foul of the game in the third quarter. How? How? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't. Not even that. an offensive foul. As much as he moves, as much as he extends his arms. Like, come on. Like, it's just, I just, I pay attention to those things, man. And it's, I mean, it's like, I, I get it. I get it. That's why I was happy they got their ass beat today. <laughs> refs, I control, we, wow. refs controlled the game and not in their favor. <laughs> Coach Conspiracy <laughs> brings it out. I think we can leave it there, fellas. That'll do it for this edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. We want to thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate it. You can catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and now on YouTube. Check our YouTube channel out, Easy Smoke and the GM Pod. Um, You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast, as well as the Super Duper Podcast, hosted by Rob Griggs. And you can catch me on there, too. And the Father Good Podcast, hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. Yo, Glenn. Yep, yep. Please take us out. Hey, like we always say, 
We ain't saying we're right. We're just glad that MLB is no longer acting wrongly. <laughs> Baseball is back. We'll catch you <laughs> next week.